Yes, Ben Jormans, welcome back. Episode 25 of the Resi's Podcast. As per, I'm joined by Checkers and producer Shrey. Where are you? How are you, boys? I'm feeling much better now. Barley Bally has fully left the system. For those wondering, Will oh. shut his pants oh, as we tried bad. to record last a week. Tricky, a tricky poo. Uh, <laughs> and then we did, not, did not return to the studio, so we had to cancel the recording. And unfortunately, there was a lot of people booked into the studio. <laughs> we couldn't get another time. We no. couldn't get him some anti-diarrhea tablets into him. It was really bad because Dill was laughing at me. <laughs> um... Which made everyone laugh at me, so... But now he's not pooing anymore. He's constipated, no. so he can record this week. Yeah, we've got the, um, we've got the anti-diarrhea tablets. We've just jammed them up the, up the poopa, but we're feeling, feeling good. We're feeling better. You beauty. And I'm feeling better because we've got a very special guest. Very close to our hearts. Very close to your heart and very close to Stray's. We've got Connor Rogers. Yay! Yay. You beauty. Yes. Do you say everyone's a very special guest or is that a one-off? No, this is a, this is a one-off. Oh, you be- How he, didn't like Kate, he didn't when Katie McDonald was on, he didn't say special. I remember no. that. Yeah, so. oh, you beauty. I'm yeah. glad I finally got one up on him. <laughs> yeah. um, I put in the run sheet just a few notes. Once upon a time... Uh, that guy from the Brownlow or yes. Checkers and Shrey's housemate is other places you might you know, Troy McClure might have seen me might know me from it's actually scary to think of the amount of people in this state like that many more people know me as Marmalade's housemate and Caden's friend than Connor Rogers <laughs> <laughs> it's almost I'm thinking of legally changing my name to Caden's friend Caden <laughs> the Brownlow guy most oh. people don't even yell out Caden's friend they just go Caden Caden <laughs> knowing that I'll fill in the gaps Caden's 38 yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, for those that do, might know you as uh, Kados's mate or the guy mm. off the brown, though. They might not know that you've got your own podcast, so tell us a little bit about that. Absolutely. It's called The Slice for AFL Play. It's sort of where footy meets pop culture, trying to get into a new market. Last year, I was uh, with the lovely star MCG, the uh, Sydney influencer, who was a superstar. But this year, we are changing up a little bit on AFL Play, and it will be a solo show with a guest. So Ooh. me and a guest talking pop culture, sort of hopefully we get some AFL Play, some AFLW plays in, chatting footy and pop culture. It'll be great. I like this. Put Roger out one in the cage and then yeah, he can like bring it. whoever he wants into the, exactly right. the paddock. It's dangerous. I've yeah. seen him on the training track lately. And he's he's mm-hmm. had a big pre-season and his podcast has had a big pre-season now as well. So We're ready to launch in. Ready to explode. Can't wait. Speak, uh, speaking of pre-season, you've come across to Waddle Park this year. I have. For, after playing... All your footy at the Banyol Bears was mm. that was that a tough decision for you? It was tough. It it was massive. But what made it tougher? I didn't think that there'd be a revolt by the Banyol Football Club. I put them on the map. No one knew what Banyol was until <laughs> I got them on the footy show uh, circa sort of twenty ten. Explain the footy show story. Yeah. He's got to get the footy show story out. Yeah. This is where you sort of first made your mark on. TV. When I exploded onto the scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How old were you? Oh, what is it? Year seven. What's that name? Eleven or twelve? <laughs> so, is it He's a child star. Macaulay yeah. yeah. Culkin oh, yeah. and Connor Rogers. I'll run through it as quickly as I can. But basically, I signed up to Banyol and I got put in the two straight away. Way. Um, there wasn't even a twos. I had to make a twos because there were so many pathetic players that signed up at the, top, <laughs> at the same time. And we lost every game for two years by 100 points. And that's not an exaggeration. We, I remember in the second season, we kicked our first goal and we celebrated. At, we won the under 12s. Under 12s. Is that the way they, at, when you get to 60, they stopped doing the scoreboard? Or? Oh, I don't know. No, they definitely, <laughs> they piled on the pain. Yeah. <laughs> they piled on no, the pain. No, no mercy rule. rule. Yeah, no yeah. mercy rule. There, there was no, no mercy rule. Yeah. 
Um, and then at the end of the second year, everyone left the club. I was getting sort of bullied by my mates because we had two girls in the team. And this was before the growth and respect of women's footy. Um, and we were just getting belted in the bottom division. But then I rock up to the third season. There were only five or six people there. Um, and the club said, if you don't get a team together within the next couple of months, you're going to fold you. You have to find another club. So I wrote a letter into Sam's mailbag. He read the letter out. We got everyone back to the club. I was on the panel a couple of times, sitting next to Mark Murphy and Jonathan Brown and Jack Rewalt. And we went from not winning a game in two years, belted by 100 points, to with the very same team in the same division, winning the grand final. Gee whiz, the Rogers <laughs> effect has a fairy tale almost. It's past. And, so, and we got given by the footy show these personalised boots that had our name on it, the Banyul logo. It was unbelievable. And the Banyul Footy Club put them up in the change rooms in like sort of, I assume they're, to be there for life. And then I announced, I put the photo up. I've signed to the Div 12 Resi. I'm a Waddle Park animal. That night, I get a message from the Banyul Football Club. Sorry, mate, we're taking your boots down from the club rooms. Who do you want us to give it to you so you can uh, pick them up? Are you kidding me? That's controversial. They haven't come sure. home yet. I'm waiting for these. I want to hang the boots up in the lounge room. <laughs> yeah. They still haven't got to me. I told them I want to give it to Bailey. I'll pick him up off Bailey. I'm still yet to see him. So maybe they skipped that and just threw him straight in the bin. But Travis. The man that's match warns. put them on the map. <laughs> I the know. match warns. Were they the match warns of the grand final season? They were not. I actually got two pairs. One for the club. One for the one match warns. One to give warns. away to a spectator. Yeah. 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 Wow. Exactly right. True, true. Well, starting at the Banyol Footy Club and starting on the footy show to last year, you were on the Brownlow red carpet. Mm, absolutely. And that came out of nowhere. I was actually, I, that was acting more than being me. I had to play a character because Peter um, Peter Jackson, the suit company, great suits, by the way. Make sure you check them out. <laughs> they asked me if I could be their spokesperson, sort of, but not coming from a perspective of, oh, here's Connor Rogers from The Slice saying he likes our suits, saying, like, I'm from Peter Jackson and I needed to pump up all their stuff. If you were working in the store. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I don't know the first thing about suits. So <laughs> I go in the day before and they're telling me that I'm writing notes down. This is a lapel. This is, this is leather. This is Italian fabric, whatever it is. <laughs> writing down all these notes to remember, but I actually needed a suit to put on obviously so they give me a suit and it's the best suit I've ever worn this is sensational I'm kicking back and in walks Zach Butters Zach Butters needed to get suited up as well he came with his mum he's a Brownlow favourite as well top three Brownlow favourite top three favourite so uh, the bloke of Peter Jackson the owner of it is showing him around trying on all these different jackets and suits and um, none of them just work for him none of them look spot on and as I'm sitting there with a glass of scotch and my Peter Jackson suits on uh, he looks at me and he goes Connor, to be honest, I, I really like your suit. I went, well, Zach, I'm no chance of winning the thing. You can have it. So for the whole brown, though, he wore my suit to uh, to hopefully win it, but didn't, sadly. <laughs> did you see him on the brown? You had to interview a few people, I did I see him, did see him, and um, I was sure to acknowledge that uh, if you win tonight and you pull your little speech out of the inside jacket pocket, remember who where that jacket came from, mate. Remember the <laughs> humble beginnings and be sure to thank me for it. Thank you, Peter Jackson and Connor Rogers. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, this isn't your first time at Clovey Sports, a producer here on our podcast, and it's taken a long time to get you on here. This is episode 25. You're our housemate. We moved to Melbourne, start the podcast. It's like it's 25 weeks to get our own housemate on the pod. He's in the room next door to you, mate. He's a busy man. He's a very busy man. He holds down about 75 jobs a week at yeah. the moment. Yeah. Um, but the, you used to come in here a fair bit with Caden. We'll speak about Caden a little bit because... Oh, you get recognised as Caden. You, you can shit talk him if you want. It's fine. <laughs> nah. I can't imagine Caden listens to our podcast. He's got probably got at this point of the season a lot of demons podcasts yeah. to listen to. And Absolutely tuning into Clary Oliver and Christian Petrarca's TikToks and whatnot. So. Yep. 
Um, trash talk him as much as you want, but you and Caden used to record Goes Alright um, here at Producey and Clubby Sports, and um, you, you worked at Kiss FM, and you guys are known as probably the two best mates. That what's the what's the song from the Hangover where the three best Just friends that anyone, anyone can have? Yes, yeah, it's yes. just the two best friends. Yeah, right. we've changed the song slightly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To, to um, so yeah, well, where'd you meet Caden? Where did that start? And how's mate, that journey um, gone? Unbelievable story, actually. Great. There's about seven huge coincidences in here, but um, essentially, I uh, finished high school and I decided that I wanted to do radio. And I heard that Hamish and Andy um, started radio at this Sin FM, community radio station. And anyone can go there, do a two-day course, and if you wanted to, you could get on, do a midnight shift, talk about potato farming if you wanted to. So I signed up there, but I didn't really gel with anyone in the class, no one that I wanted to do a podcast with. And they send out a weekly email newsletter with hundreds of names attached. And I thought, I'll have a look through here and see if I recognize anyone's name. And if so, if I know them, I'll get him to do a do a podcast uh, do a radio show with me sure enough i see the name caden mcdonald i'm like where do i know this name from caden mcdonald i look him up on facebook and it says friends for eight years zero mutual friends but i see that he likes footy so i message him i say man i have no idea how we're friends but uh i see you like your footy you've done stuff at sin do you want to come in and do a show and he said mate um i don't know how to tell you this, but I actually saw you on the footy show seven years ago and I thought I'd add you and you accepted my friend request. So if it wasn't for me getting on... So he's on... a bit of a creep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. He's been, he's been watching you for seven and a half yeah. years. So if it wasn't for me getting on the footy show and then him um, adding me, we wouldn't never... And then me reading through the newsletter, never would have been mates, but then we did a show at Sin, went well. Then where the real big coincidence comes in is I went to another radio school and... Um, it's the same one he went to. And one night I was blind in an Uber. And you know how you have your standard Uber chats, like, you know, oh, uh, what time do you start? Busy night, brother. Yeah. Do you like cricket? Yeah, <laughs> yeah all yeah. that sort of stuff. All those ones. We weren't chatting like that. We were chatting about how there's more stars in the universe and grains of sand on earth or whatever. And I go to jump out of the Uber and he says, mate, before you leave, could I grab your phone number and email address? And I thought he was coming on to me. He was a very flamboyant character. And I said, mate, <laughs> if that was my go, you'd 100% be my type. I'll let you know if anything changes. And he says, don't be silly. I work at Kiss FM. I'd love to get you a job. So that was on the Friday night. I rock up to radio school on the Monday and I say, you won't believe this. I got a job at Kiss. There are only two jobs available. Who got the other one? through a different connection, Caden McDonald. So <laughs> It was written in the stars. Caden <laughs> from Geelong, me from Watsonia, got the two positions there and combined with all the other coincidences, that's when we- just finding each other. Yeah, that's when it's we like decided- a love story movie or something, isn't it? Yeah, it's when we decided we should probably be best mates. Haven't looked back since. Now you have these intense FIFA battles that last until- middle late night sometime and you he, come home furious or you come home ecstatic so yeah he's got the wood on me at the moment i'm not happy about it i'm caden's friend and caden's bitch <laughs> well this year the friendship should develop a little bit more hopefully playing at wattle park and you can um it was up to you i saw it happen in last year's div 12 resi's game as caden was playing up forward and roger was in the midfield and a few times roger tried to kick to caden but um unfortunately kept kicking to the man on the mark so yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's lowering the eyes and then there's not opening the eyes at all and i, I, I was the latter I just kept seeing him and then bang, trying to get it to him as quickly as I can. And sure enough, there happened to be a man in the way each time. But yeah, hopefully when that first time that links up will be pretty special. Hopefully, I know. You know, first time we get a Caden, uh, 
What would be Connor? I can't imagine Kane would get in the midfield and give it to Connor. Yeah. He's a bit, no, bit goal-hungry himself. No, but breaking news. I'm not sure if I'm meant to uh, unleash this news on the on the world yet, but Caden tonight has had his first session at Body Fit to try and do an extra preseason for oh. uh, for the Div 12 races. So maybe given another two months before the season starts, he might break his way into the midfield. Four weeks ago, he had hamstring scary. awareness. Yeah. Yeah. Now he's doing extra cardio hits. You wouldn't believe <laughs> it. Other turns tabled. Yes, I absolutely. knew he was rolling around with uh, Jack Vaughn and his brother doing a bit of Sumo work or whatever. No, no, I'm not doing sumo. Is the grappling one jujitsu? Yeah, So he's doing the jujitsu tackling with um for the dip twelve trying to tackle AFL players in Division Five or Division Three thirds. Yeah. So I reckon he's going to come fit and fire. He's in for a ripper. I'm excited for him. Who do you think will be a surprise this year in the Div 12 Resis? There's a lot of additions we've got and a lot of new faces. And mm. you've been out the track a little bit. I have. Who will be the big surprise packet for us? I'm going to say someone that isn't a familiar face to um, the to the listeners. But my uh, best mate from school, Michael Allen, has joined mm-hmm. on board the team. Yes. And um, he he's, hasn't played since he was a junior. But when he was a junior, he was scared of the ball. And you can't be scared <laughs> of the ball. I'm still scared of the ball. <laughs> yeah, <so. laughs> yeah. But now he's got a bit of a reek. He's grown up and he and he really wants a footy. So I'm looking at me, me mate, Michael Allen. That's fair. He'll feature in some content, no doubt. We'll yeah. get his face out there. Yeah. He's looking fit and firing. I haven't seen him run good. away from the footy too much. He but. was actually the first bloke I ever did a podcast with out of my garage called Drivel. I was the admiral of the vessel and he was the other guy. And um, <laughs> and it went beautifully. It was, my, it was probably possibly my favourite podcast I've done, aside from this one, obviously. <laughs> well, you recently had some TV fame. Obviously, the Brownlow red carpet was some good fame, but it was a very quick clip. Yeah. How long were you on TV for there? You reckon maybe three minutes? Brownlow? Four minutes? Oh, maybe a couple of minutes. A couple yeah. of minutes. We were there at the Crown watching and Roger was in his suit. And it was a really nice moment. Yeah. Um, but recently, you got a, a good plug on TV. Yeah. And I think it's going to be a good good time to talk about it. Don't know if we're allowed to talk about it through contractual agreements, but you had your own deal or no deal episode. Yeah, we did. And this is a surprise because um, the footy show was with Channel 9. The Brownlow was with Channel 7. Deal or no deal is with Channel 10. It's shocking that I've done those three before I've done SBS considering I'm an Asian. And I've (laughs) just completely bypassed SBS. He's done the Bermuda Triangle. He just needs the big eye. Gone, gone to the big leagues instead. But um, no, it was awesome, deal or no deal, obviously. Um, wild experience, you know, when you audition, you go into this sort of, imagine like a, a school gym type setup with like the 200, 300 people auditioning in the middle and then five or six casting producers on the outside and they tell you that it's completely random. Like if you get through the audition, it's just to get you in the studio audience and then they basically randomly pick out of the hat. So you don't know if you're going up until your name gets read out and we were the last episode of the day. Check is you're obviously in the crowd. Out, Let's go through will. it a little bit. Let's go through it. So for people yeah. playing at home, because yeah. I know the audition process is similar for other programs, and I've applied for Big Brother in the past, and people might know Jim Brady applied for Big Brother and got down to the very last stage yeah. before really? getting cut, and he said the process was pretty similar. But we had that group interview with 300 where we all had to sit in a big room and watch the do's and don'ts and the how-tos of deal and no-deal, because myself and Will also applied, and we were also on your show, just not the stars of it. You were the... Yeah. You're probably the star of the season so far. We were the Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And still are to this day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so from the group interview, um, you got a phone call or uh, you got an email to say that you've been accepted through and you get a 
notification to when your studio time comes. Yeah, absolutely. But and you had something a little bit different. I did have something a bit different. So by pure coincidence, I think one of the casting producers came to my pub trivia, of which I host a couple of nights a week, and they were filming me the whole time, and I didn't recognise them, but I'm like, who is this boomer that is filming my whole intro of trivia? Like, it's not that compelling. <laughs> then again, maybe it is. Maybe it, maybe it does make it's enough good. sense. It's good. Yeah. No, so they're filming me, and I went up, and um, she said to me, hey, you might not recognise me, but I'm one of the casting producers. I absolutely love what you're doing here. I've sent footage of you to the main uh, producer, and that's when I thought I might be a chance of getting on. And, um, yeah, sure enough, the randomly picked out of the hat landed my way. Got on. So the day of recording, we did five episodes in the, in the studio audience. So we've been seeing a fair bit in the crowd clapping. Yes. Um, and it took a few. It took a couple of weeks until your episode aired. Yeah. So for two weeks, we're getting messages saying, oh my God, I just saw you on Deal or No Deal clapping. <laughs> so we wait, there's something even more special coming. Yeah. Um, did you get these messages too? Were you getting them? I was clapping no, a bit. I, I was clapping getting, very stupidly. I was I'll, doing I was doing the crocodile clap. I was going, eh, Yeah. Eh, oh, eh. yeah. <laughs> um, the third or fourth, like, Recording that we had done, I was, I was getting a little bit uh, losing my bit, mind a bit. Yeah, a bit it was silly. Like, so a few crocodiles and a few stupid faces were coming out. Well, there is a conspiracy with some of these shows of which you can earn money that um, the producers may want certain people to win money. That's what makes for good TV. It doesn't matter what show it is. Um, uh, you know, even on the dating shows like The Bachelor, they they might sh- cut some people a certain way and push one person. They have a certain agenda they might want to want to push. And I know a bloke that was on the first season of Deal or No Deal and it was a million dollar prize. And he told the producers what his favourite number was and they that case was the million dollars in there. Oh. He cashed out at $200,000, but that was his favourite number. And I told them what my favourite number is as well. Anyway, but the woman before us uh, went up and she, the last two cases left was her birthday number and her son's birthday number and they were the 75 and 100,000, the two biggest prizes. So I was going up there going... Here we go. This is going to be fantastic. I'll just pick my favourite number, the number I won my first premiership in at Banyol, and a hundred thousand dollars will be in the pocket. But it was ten thousand dollars in there, and which I'm not complaining. But I cashed out thirty-five k. So it's a very good episode. You can watch it on Ten Play if you want to go back. There's a few gags in there. Yeah. Personal favourite gag, which we might explain out the reasons behind. Yeah. Because when you watch it live, I don't know if the viewer audience knew this, but myself when we were pissing our our pants in the uh, <laughs> in the studio audience, and when we had the watch party, everyone knew the back and they were all pissing their pants as well. Yeah. There's so, a f- popular moment. I want you to explain the whole story behind so it. So it's become, you know, the classic Borat gag that was doing the round where you will say something you do not mean. For example, Will, I really like your shirt you're wearing today. Not. Not. The classic yes. not joke. Very funny. But the suit is black. We're not. A, yeah. <laughs> but we are a uh, sophisticated group, my friendship group. So we've really developed the gag. We've taken it to the next phase. And uh, there was once a champion wrestler, no longer with us, God rest his soul, Eddie Guerrero. Mm-hmm. And he used Real to mama. tell people something that he didn't mean, like, I'm really sorry for hitting you over the head with a steel chair, Will. There is one thing I forgot to tell you. What is it? I lied! (laughs) So I wanted to rip the biggest I lied scene since Eddie Guerrero in dedication to the big man. So um, when uh, I had three big numbers left on the screen and one small number, uh, this is dollar amounts, they offered me to cash out a pretty pathetic amount, an amount that no one would possibly take. I still had 75, 50,000 up there and they offered me $10,000. 
But I convinced Grant Denyer and the crowd that I was going to take it. And they cut it up to be about 30 seconds on, on TV. On the day, it was about seven yeah. minutes worth of oh, him man. of him asking the audience what he should do. You could see the producers just in Grant's ear and like... Yeah, yeah, they were freaking mark. out. They you see him side freaking. of stage. Uh, they're freaking out thinking, what is he doing? This is going to make for horrible TV. This just doesn't make sense. The whole crowd were doing the big X going, no deal, no deal. And after Grant finally gave up with the producer, like I strung him on for seven minutes and he finally gave up. He basically said, all right, Connor, well, you've made your choice. Uh, what are you going to do? And I said, look, I really appreciate what the crowd's trying to do. I know you're trying to point me in the right direction, but I've never seen $10,000, so I think I'm going to take the deal. But there is one thing I forgot to tell you, Grant. What's that? Hello! <laughs> no deal! Oh, it was so and, uh, good. Mate. There was the biggest collective sigh of relief you've ever yeah. seen from the producers. I was like... <laughs> mentally edging I, yeah. was, I knew what was coming and I was just that oh, when, yeah. when it all came together it was so perfect and it was oh so my. funny yeah stoked stoked with that and it worked out well it worked out for the best well Absolutely. on the day you told they asked you what you're going to spend the money on okay so mm. what I'll let you explain it but they it's something we had to tell the studio inter- interview yeah we had no idea we were shitting our ducks but you had a very good idea of what you're going to spend the money well, on well obviously you need to say something interesting if you want to be a chance of making compelling television and getting your mug on the screen so and there is an element in fact there isn't just elements of truth this is their truth 26 Never had a missus, I am. So I've uh, decided this is my year to finally get a girlfriend, but I've tried everything. You boys know I'm a mad dater. Yes. Uh, I go on dates, fr- a lot of froyos, a lot of drinks, a lot of dinners, um, and that doesn't come cheaply. So I said to Grant, I want to win $100,000 on Deal or No Deal so I can open up my DMs to as many gold diggers that care to message me, and that'll be my way of getting a missus. And uh, they, they ate it up. They loved it. Has you had any luck post-show? Mate, I had two girls from the audience follow me and um, message me, but that didn't lead anywhere. Uh, and then after that, I actually had three Froyo dates booked in for the weekend. Oh. Loving this segue. I'm loving, he knows, he knows. He, he knows, knows where we're heading with this show. Does, yeah, three Froyo dates booked for this week, last weekend. One cancelled on me and um, one rocked up wearing Ugg boots um, active wear but not in a good way like in oh. a scraggy like scraggy oh. jumper and, and like no makeup on which of course you don't have to wear makeup no, to impress to. to impress a man but yeah, it, it was pretty obvious that there wasn't much e- uh, effort being made so we've just decided to become friends which is fantastic it's exactly what I was after <laughs> <laughs> and um, the next the next night was with an old friend from primary school where we um, where we caught up for a froyo as well that didn't quite go as planned so yeah, three strikes. Specific. I yeah. was gonna say I'm not gonna let Will talk here. We shut no, Will's Will. mic off, producer Shrey. Um, have you seen Will at Froyo? If you go on a yo-yo at Froyo a lot, there's someone in the studio that has been living at Froyo Which lately. Which store do you go to? I go to the one in Hawthorne. That's oh, it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the one. Oh, no. I've ventured out to Hawthorne a few yeah. times, but I'm more of a balaclava man. The balaclava. Oh, yeah. You put the is that you put the balaclava on so she doesn't see <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Just so you can really. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> if you've been tuning into the podcast lately, Roger, it's fine if you haven't. But Will has been taking a particular person to lady to Froyo to mm. Yochi lately. Yeah. Yochi. And Yochi has become a weekly 
point of discussion. So much so I went away to Darwin over the weekend and was not around. Yeah. Come back, had my coffee, catch up with Will and a few mates and found out we went on first double date. Double oh, date? Double up. Without me. You know I'm struggling with, with that. Yeah. With our good, friend, our good friend, cameraman Bailey. Oh, so Baz he went on a double date and I asked Baz how it was. I tried to buzz him and get the information yep. off him. He left me a voicemail. Here, Here we go. go. Here we go. And Will doesn't know what's in it. So I don't know what's in it. I haven't even played no. it. I thought I'd save it for the potty. I'm a bit I'm nervous. A bit, I'm scared. I said, Baz, I want to know what happened on this double what date. Why the fuck are you nervous? It's about me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, here we go. Hey guys, Million Dollar Baz here. Just providing a match report from last Friday night. I manoeuvred a barley belly stricken tails off the toilet to go on a double date at the infamous Yochi. Um, you may not be surprised to learn that even with some irregular bodily functions, Will's approach to the opposite sex is very similar to his cricket. Um, frequently prodding around the right areas, but not afraid to take a risk and execute a striking cover drive of a compliment. Now, in terms of my date, it went swimmingly, and I can feel myself actually becoming obsessed with the girl. But when Will's big strawberry cream yochi hit the scales the ingredients and price made me think hmm perhaps this isn't the best thing for his struggling intestinal track or better yet his chances with the date but will funnily enough actually asked her who the most unique afl player she could name was and the player she ended up naming was 17 gamer and hawthorne legend carl peterson so green flag there for the boys and i think there's definite potential for another date cheers that is unreal <laughs> from Baz. That was a, the most comprehensive wrap-up I've ever seen. Gee whiz. Oh. Is that a question that, you ask on a date? Um, well, when you sort of go down the track of talking about footy yeah. and you're sick of the same old chat about, oh, how good was Collingwood last year? Oh, mm. what about the Tigers? And um, I sort of thought, you know what? <laughs> Fuck this. I'm... Hanging, You're pulling out the big dog. I'm hanging out on my poopa, yeah. and my <laughs> strawberries and cream is almost done. So <laughs> there's only one way it can go, and it's south. So we've got to bring it back. What's the most unique footballer? When she said Carl Peterson, I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, that's it. I've never heard of Carl Pe- KP. Oh, wow, really? There's a few. Yeah, I'm sorry. There's a few <laughs> other footballers that she could have named, but KP, were, if we were playing footy grid, she's probably going to get a... That's under, that's under 1%, I reckon. I'd she's say it's a unicorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah. that's a unicorn. No one's running Carl Peterson. Yeah, 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 I reckon yeah. she's probably getting a unicorn or yeah. one of those purple ones, the real ultra rare. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah. yeah. No, well, that, that's that's the Ochi I story this week. That, that was all time. No, I've decided that I'm... Because I am a big dater, and I was so over going out for dinners, drinks. I love doing the proper proper thing. I, I'm actually a passionate dater. And tapping my card at the end, the money isn't the big issue, but it, the issue is that I tapped the $200, and I get to the end, and I realise I didn't actually like you that much, and I'm n- never yeah. going to see her again. Mm. So strictly froyo from now on. I like it. And I $30 delicious. date. Do you get the fortune cookies when you go to Yochi? No, I don't. But hopefully, maybe that's what I'm missing out on. I need to crack one open and it says, you will find love tonight. (laughs) It's a good little little addition. When I went with Bailey, we cracked um, our fortune cookies and we had the same fortune. So I don't know if they're rinsing and repeating. Same 12 12 fortunes or something. Or, yeah, you two are just completely... In connection with each yeah, other. Yeah. Jesus. Like well, before you got a special guest in the studio, we'll announce him in two seconds. He's he's hanging to get on for a mic, and we'll get him in here, and it's going to be some good fun. I'm, I'm feeling. Excited. I'm so but excited. There's one last story we need to chat through, and it is a story that's come up on the podcast a lot. Mm. Oh no. The man's in this room who broke Arvin. Oh. You live with us. We want to hear your perspective of how this happened. We want to hear your perspective of what it's like living with Shrey, because we've had Jim Brady on here previously to talk about the state of his bedroom and the dishes 
Go hard. His mic's off. No, he can't. Off. He can't fire in. Well, the other instance. So it happens. So I am an early sleeper, which is vast contrast to you two, you two boys. But I'm a bigger. I'm up at six a.m. You know, I work throughout the day. I go host my pub trivia. I get home. I crash go to sleep. But you two boys sort of work on a different schedule. You sure, sort we of, got up at midday today. So yeah, yeah we actually did. Yeah, <laughs> you're full time content creator. So it's not uncommon where there will be late at night and I hear all sorts of ruckus and I wonder what's happening out there. But I don't think too much of it but there, w- there was this one specific night where I'm lying in bed it would have been past midnight the glass shatters I thought Stone Cold Steve Austin was about to walk in the WWE uh, and I thought do I go out there and have a look or am I better off just letting them deal with it I thought I'll let them deal with it I'll wake up in the morning lo and behold I walk out in my oven my beloved <laughs> oven we know how much I love cooking up my roast for you boys my beloved oven is shattered into a million pieces and uh, so so were the heart, uh, hopes and hearts of millions out there that wanted to roast dinner so disappointing but I do I love living with you boys but um, you know I've never seen the air fryer get such a workout it in does, my life it does the, uh, it, doesn't it I didn't realise the freezer section at Woolworths actually gets that much of a work yet. Oh, it's uh, bad. The sausage rolls and the party pies <laughs> and all those sorts of things. So we're, we're operating on a bit of a different plane. There, there are times where I'll go weeks without seeing any, especially Sray, because I leave in the morning, he's still asleep. I get home and go to bed. That's He's probably still asleep, but that's... <laughs> True. <laughs> Still asleep, and then he gets up from about three to five a.m. and plays his FIFA, and that's about it. Yeah. But it's good to see you today, man. I was hoping you were all right. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm never, I'm never. I reckon there was one time I went without seeing Roger for a month. Yeah, genuine month. I lived there for six months. Yeah. I didn't see him for a whole month. Yeah, <laughs> just different schedules. Yeah. I thought he was. I was just glad to see he was alive. Yeah. The FIFO house, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez, yeah. yeah. well, we had these issues in the last house. Was Jim and Trey were on different schedules, and it was the middle of summer. Yeah. So the problem was Jim would get home and be on his awake schedule mm. and have the air conditioning on. Jim would go to bed, turn the air conditioning off. Shrey would wake up, turn the air conditioning back oh, on so and have his nighttime schedule. Yeah. So the air con's done over 24 hours a day for a whole three months yeah. and then our electricity bill was about the price of what you want on Deal or No Deal. So. Yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was Well, close. let me know if you need a hand paint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, listen to the Resi's podcast and have a quick plug to Revo Fitness and especially their Blair Athol store, which is opening on the 12th of March. Massive gym in South Australia. If you sign up before they open, you get two months free. They've got cardio areas, squat racks, uh, heaps of machines. Uh, I think they have a vending machine as well that sells chalky milk. So that's, that's a key selling point for me. Definitely jump on at revofitness.com.au slash gym slash Blair dash Athol slash whatever it is. You'll be able to find it on the Resi's podcast page. Welcome to the desk, Nick Kappa. Uh, comedian and Roger's mate as well. I want to hear about how you guys met and and the friendship and and how you how you guys know each other. I know Roger's done a little uh, bit of stand up. Mm. Oh yeah, it was it was so weird. I uh, I got this job through a friend of a friend, uh, unpacking uh, fabric rolls at a at a warehouse, and I, I rocked up and then uh, Roger's there. This charismatic dude, him him and this other guy that uh, just basically they were both in AM radio, like just the. Uh, <laughs> just talking to you all day yeah, it, was, it was great you know like Rog would speak some sense the other guy Aaron uh, Aaron yeah Aaron, no yeah. sense at all <laughs> and, uh, uh, but like a good bloke but yeah also you're just like brother yeah okay well you just give him one subject and then he would just talk about it uh, right? when there was nothing to talk about he'd fill you in on yeah I was playing um, Cricket 07 last night and he'd run you through his old career mode and how many runs Gilchrist made or whatever oh, oh man the, the, the most beautiful thing he ever said was he goes usually i play 
you know, uh, what's that? What's that uh, video game? FIFA or uh, Call of Duty or something? Yeah, Call of Duty. He goes, usually before I go to bed, when me and my missus curl up together, I play Call of Duty for at least two hours. But then she said, there was something on your mind. And you know what I did? I turned off the PlayStation. <laughs> 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 he thought it was so impressive. Paparone. <laughs> this is a man who also has also said to me before, um, asked me how his weekend was, and he went, yeah, me and the missus, we went on this ripper day. It was such good food. You know, I'm really, really happy with how it went. I said, oh, yeah, where'd you go? He said, La Porchetta. <laughs> it's like being on the set of The Notebook yeah. uh, every weekend. You know what That's I mean? romance. He's a beautiful guy. Yeah. But anyway, I, I didn't want to, I don't like telling people I do stand-up because really I, I've always got to do shit jobs like working in warehouses and stuff. I, I like it. I, I love it because you do get to meet characters and uh, it's fun. But I, I don't make a point of telling people I'm a comedian. Anyway, I meet up with Rog and he's the nicest dude and he's I'm saying, hey, do you know anything else? And he's like... Yeah, actually, I do a podcast. And I'm like, oh, cool, what's a podcast? And he goes, tells me how podcasts work <laughs> and how you get signed to Spotify and how he got this deal and stuff. And I didn't tell him for like three days that I had two podcasts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> two legit proper podcasts until he finally told me and I researched him. I went, holy shit, you're way bigger than what I could ever be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to tell him and then it was too cruel. But then the uh, manager told him. So yeah, yeah, it was fine. It was fine. Yeah, and it was great. And then we striked it off ever since. It was great. We were really good. And I, there was a time, a fleeting time, where I had an aspiration to be a stand-up comic. So I went to a few of Kappa's shows, and that's when I probably realised that I didn't want to be a stand-up comic anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, saw a, he saw a 41-year-old man driving to a gig with fucking uh, eight people there. Yeah. He's like, oh, maybe this isn't for me. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe I should stick to content. No, or, or stick to the factory. Yeah, yeah. Stick to the factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe I am better off unloading containers for minimum wage all day yeah why wouldn't Nick Cabba play at a factory yeah. like, oh, it's cause yeah a guy yeah. bringing him on has uh, juice stains all over his pants yeah. And, um, yeah. yeah and he's like 50 years old with a rubber chicken oh yeah. yeah yeah maybe that's a reason why Cappa still works at the factory but no it was um, somewhat of a uh, someone that I did love going to watch and say in, uh, when I was hoping to be a stand up comic and mate since then how did your stand-up comedy career go, Rog? It's something you've never told us about. I've heard through others. Oh, so it wasn't a career. It was sort of four or five different stand-up nights. And each time, what I realized is that I hate, and I still know this to this day, I hate preparing. I hate sitting there writing. I'm not a good writer <laughs> of things. I like going up there and um, telling telling stories. So I had a couple of nightmare stories at the start where it was just I completely forgot where my gags were going. And I just said the wackest shit to try and get me through. And it didn't go well. So then I went up there and I I started telling stories and the stories landed and people found it funny and you know i was keen to go back but um just never never did it because i committed to sort of podcasting and whatnot instead i'm so happy for you guys because you guys get to do content you know you're doing your thing afl uh cricket stuff like that it's so good but uh years and years ago you didn't have this stuff so anyone remotely who wanted to get into things would just go to stand-up nights and you just watch their dreams get crushed. <laughs> and yeah, then they yeah. would walk away <laughs> yeah. to, to bombing for, to fucking 10 people. And they would go, oh my God, I am never going near anywhere in the media industry again. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Nothing yeah, creative. So yeah. uh, when Rog told me he wanted to do stand-up, I was like, oh yeah, man, you definitely got the talent. But then I was like, this guy's too nice to do stand-up. Oh, I don't want to send him down the well of... Uh, <laughs> of uh, self-loathing and disrespect <laughs> from a bunch of idiots the in a bar. You the know first I mean? time I actually did stand up, um, I, it was for the sake of a YouTube video, and I said, writing and performing my first stand up in less than three days. And 
I sat there, wrote it out. And at the time, I was working on the street team at KISS, which means they sent me to random places to do random jobs. And I was working at the Australian Open, and they wanted me to be in full Australian Open kit. So I had the, like, white, and it was like I was at Wimbledon, actually, the white shirt, the white shorts, tennis racket, headband, all the rest of it. And the shift ran, like, three hours overtime. So I'm bolting to get to stand up on time. I get there, walk in just in time for my set, but I didn't have time to change. So I get up there with full (laughs) tennis headband, tennis wristbands, during Australian Open season holding the racket and people thought that I was going to do tennis based jokes and I I didn't do one I just went up there and did a normal gig in, full, in a full tennis kit yeah it's interesting it's definitely interesting yeah, yeah. yeah. how did you start Kappa you said you uh, back in the day if you wanted to do anything creative you had to go to stand up nights is that just just a passion you had early days or uh, no no I didn't I didn't care about stand up I wanted to be like in a band or something like I, I love music and stuff but I couldn't play any instruments and then I had all musicians, they were into stand-up. They love it. They're like, they're, and they're funnier than most stand-ups. And uh, I, had, I had a couple of friends that were musicians, and they would be like, man, when are you playing? I'm like, I don't know. I'm not in a band. They're like, well, why don't you give stand-up a go? You know, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll get all our friends together. You do one gig, see how that goes. Um, and if that goes good, keep doing it. So so the first one, it, it went good. I... I I I was I had a very big advantage because I, I look weird, and yeah I just look funny. Uh, <laughs> Does uh, anyone? Also, uh, did you ever get the Napoleon Dynamite reference? Oh man, yeah, all yeah, the time. Yeah, say, yeah, 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 huge influence. Yeah, when I, when yeah. I, I remember I bought that DVD for like. $45. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was one of the premium. Which with inflation now, yeah, that yeah. DVD would be a couple uh, hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly, man. Yeah. It was like an, in, that was one of the first independent films that people wanted to buy. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. showed it to everybody. You know, because everyone told me, I, before I'd seen the movie, they're like, man, you've got to see this movie. You're, you're the movie. <laughs> and then, and then I saw it and I'm like, oh man, this guy gets no chicks. Fuck. <laughs> Relatable. Um, yeah, no, so I, I did the first gig and it went good and then I did the second gig and um and then the third gig are really bombed uh so badly there's still people that don't talk to me uh, <laughs> after that show uh, um and i was like okay well i'm gonna stop now my yeah. friends that were musicians are like oh man you got to keep going we've played bad gigs i'm mm-hmm. like what do you mean you've played bad gigs like yeah yeah we've we've done it and we still go yeah you're gonna come across that so it was less about uh career and more about Anytime before that, when I worked a normal job, I would just come back and I'd be like, well, there's got to be something else. Yeah. I would get Domino's pizzas for 12 bucks each and just eat them in front of the TV and watch <laughs> Simpsons and Seinfeld. Yeah. And I mean, I still do that. Don't we all? You should move into our joint, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. mate. 10, 10 to 8, I'm like, yeah. okay, I better get to a gig. Uh, yeah. 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 So yeah, that's what it started out as. And then and then I've had moments in time where it's become full-time and then, then when it dips mm. and it doesn't do full-time. But yeah, it's awesome. My favourite ever uh, Nick Kappa gag, and he'd probably say better than myself, but the, <laughs> the Marilyn Manson one. Can you give us that? Oh, Oh, what? Uh, Everyone yeah. always talks about how oh, Marilyn yeah. Manson took two ribs out just so he could suck his own dick. I had to put two in just to stop me. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I wrote that one and it went viral. It went crazy. And then Is that um, your most viral stand-up bit? Yeah, 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 man, yeah. And then I realized some other guy had done it on Twitter. Uh, oh really? Yeah, 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 but he'd done it differently. Man, you know, Simpson like, style. We paid respect to each other yeah. as well. I was like, "Sorry, man." He yeah. goes, "Absolutely not." Yeah. I could understand why someone else would yeah. do this. It's all been done before. It's yeah, the Simpsons. Yeah. 
it's the same with music isn't it it's yeah. all been starting to get redone and yeah. done before um well done a little bit of research through our good friend connor rogers and he said you're the face of erectile dysfunction <laughs> <laughs> and i thought it was quite unique because we have connor here who on deal or no deal was the face of a man in their mid-20s who can't get a girlfriend mm. and we have nick here who i mean his 40s is the face of erectile dysfunction so mm. that's unique why desk became, i'm sitting yeah. at right now that's why different. we became friends oh man that's why you want to live your life through other people yeah. <laughs> yeah. and uh i'd come to uh, like connor every day this handsome dude who's very charismatic great dude and then he'd just tell me all these stories how he never closed. He's oh. like, oh, man, I was with this hot girl. And, and then it's just, yeah, something else happened. Yeah. And she ran off with this footballer guy or something. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And I would just be in stitches falling over. Yeah, but it's um, why I became friends with Cap. I was more problem-solving than anything. Well, <laughs> I'm 26 and I can't get any girl to like me. He's the face of erectile dysfunction <laughs> and the cure for it. I thought maybe if we work together, that'll be the perfect solution <laughs> yeah, to the yeah. greatest problem. Absolutely. But it didn't, hasn't worked out yeah. that way, unfortunately. <laughs> it's almost doubled down on the pain. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, uh, I, yeah, the, the pilot guys got in touch with me and they're the best dudes. I, I felt bad. I felt weird. I'm like, I don't want to be the face of erectile dysfunction. Uh, but then they, they read me the ad. They're like, oh, and I thought, oh, this is pretty funny. And they're like, not only that, man, You'll be the guy, so there'll be two guys putting up a tent, and you'll be the guy with the strong tent. <laughs> and then we got this, like, Fijian Indian guy who I knew, this guy, uh, Jeeves, really funny dude, and, like, he'll be the guy, his tent won't be going up. <laughs> he'll be laughing at him going, <laughs> sucked in. And so I talked this over with my friends, and I'm like, should I do a dick pills ad? And they're like, oh... Maybe, man. I don't know. Yeah. Like, the money's pretty good. And then I'm like, they go, what role are you playing? I'm like, oh, I'm the guy with the tent, like, strong. And they're like, dude, you're an idiot. You can't do this. Like, yeah. that's the best. Like, not only do you get the money, you look like a hero. Yeah. Rock <laughs> That is so good. You know? Oh, boy. And so I go, wouldn't it be funny if you rocked up and they'd switch the scripts around? And I was like, oh, that'd be so funny. And then we had a few drinks, celebrated. I was getting this money, we're having beers. Like, wouldn't that be hilarious? And then I rocked up on set a week later. And then, yeah, they've got, they've got Jeeves there. And they've got the two, two girls there that were meant to be our wives. And then they're talking. And they go, all right, Jeeves, we're going to say your lines first. We're going to shoot your stuff first. And they're like, all right, Jeeves, so you've got you've to sip there. And you've got to go, yeah, well, you know, my dick's hard. I'm having a good time. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then they go, no, 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 man, it's, it'll be fine. You can, um, yeah, you, you, it's what's in the script. I looked and they'd, they flipped it. me, they'd flipped the script. <laughs> <laughs> so now you are the guy that can't pitch the team. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, oh, we just didn't want it to seem, like, rightfully so. Yeah. They were like, look, we didn't want to seem like, uh, you know, the brown guy couldn't get his dick up, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, have you seen any Instagram post of a hot chick? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. There's a million brown guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're commenting all over the place. Yeah. It's disingenuous. There's actually, this is a great. Trey posted a Valentine's Day reel with his girlfriend and yeah. it was oh, relating yes. to cricket. It was a skit with the cricket and his girlfriend. Yeah. And his girlfriend's out on the lounge and I have had 200 blokes follow me on instagram yeah. from india yeah. really yeah. they're messaging me in different language i can't understand yeah. Yeah. you've got some competitions right? they can probably play cricket a little yeah. bit better oh, than you as well which, yeah probably could yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a bit stressed about it if i'm honest yeah, yeah. i might go and block them on her phone which is sleeping 
Are we? Uh, do you mean literally block on Instagram, or are you just going to play? <laughs> you're just going to play straight. You're just going to play straight to the full ones. I want to take them down to the nets. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I've seen them playing on the beach in India. They are wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And it's crazy tough. conditions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. They were still spin bowling yeah. on like gravel. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but then I turned out the, the pilot guys, the nicest dudes ever, and I did like three ads with them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they were, they were really. Can you cool get it dudes. up now? Are you I, cured? No, well, I don't know. I just I never had an experience with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wish there was something that could keep it down. No, yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, before we get into any more chat about the comedy, I haven't never really told anyone this. Maybe Shrey knows this, but I, yeah. when we were in Adelaide, I was pitching the idea of myself doing a comedy show. Mm. Don't have any jokes. Not very it was, funny. It was less pitching, more just like <laughs> two AM until we like we should just do stand up. Well, we had all yeah. these venues wanting us to do do shows yeah. because we had some following on social media and there's the fringe in Adelaide which is quite popular and we'll talk about that because you're going to be heading across there yeah. but all these venues were like hey we've got all these spaces free do you want to come to a show bring your crowd down comedy show and I was like I don't know anything well the first time I met you was at Gather Round last year and you were talking about how you had this great idea for a stand up show where you're in a bear suit because you have a full bear suit yeah. you're like I'm going to put the bear suit on <laughs> And just do stand-up. I, awesome. said, I said, that's amazing, man. What's your joke? So, yeah, I don't know. I've just, I've, I've just got the bear suit. There we go. The bear suit, clothes with the bear suit. Yeah. What could go wrong? Yeah. 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 Well, originally, the, the, original, the first idea we ever had was I'd just get up on stage and take my pants off. Yeah, yeah. that was the best one. And that's still the best one by far. Yeah, that's yeah. what we had. And then that's we found the bear Adelaide suit. That's most fringe shows. Yeah. 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 Well, um, I thought we could maybe reignite the comedy career. I'm going to put you yeah. on the spot here, but I want to have a joke off with the mm. professional comedian. Okay. okay. So one joke each. Shrey and Roger are going to be the the, the judges. Yeah. The the they, well, you could do. Have you got a joke ready? Or you reckon? Uh, no, I don't have a joke. I won't ready. put him on the spot. Yeah. I, think, right. I think we got that judges here. I want you to go first because I want to know what I'm up against. But yeah, we'll see. Okay. So just, what I got? I got just, to do, is just, do a joke. Just though. one joke. You've got one joke, and these are the judges. And I want to beat you. I want yeah. to, and then if I'm good enough. I'll You're commit in. to doing this bear costume a gag, off. but after that we'll do not- a jerk off. Before <laughs> 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 we finish talking about erectile dysfunction, keep it going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys, uh, you guys really met your match here. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. If, um, if if I don't have any success, then the the, the, the comedy goes in the we'll bin. We'll put it to bed. But if it's okay, then I guess maybe we can get the bear costume out of the, the bin and we yeah. can mm. we can reignite that. Yeah. Um, what what kind of jokes should I do? Do you have risky stuff or is it just whatever you want? Whatever you want. Whatever you want. Yeah. Just, I'm just, gonna I'm gonna laugh anyway. So yeah, okay. sure. yeah, and you're not competing as anything strong. So, yeah. okay. Um, all right, I got this one. I told at the start of my podcast once, and we didn't. We recorded it for the Patreons, but yeah. Anyways, uh, what do you call a bunch of gay men skydiving over Japan? <laughs> what? Quirishima. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's. <laughs> That's pretty pretty strong. strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's the the rarest territories this podcast has ever gotten. Yeah, Um, (laughs) the rarest. But it's good. It's good. The podcast always talks about like footy and chalky milk. Haha, funnies. We're now doing queer shamer. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was in the lounge day writing with Trey, trying to come with ideas for a joke. And um, anyways, we spoke earlier about how Will's been going to Yochi a lot with girls, Mm -hmm. and he keeps taking girls on dates to Yochi. I don't know whether he actually enjoys the girl that he keeps taking, whether he's enjoying her company or whether he just likes frozen yogurt. 
<laughs> was a, that was a fat joke, yeah. by the way. You were allowed to laugh at that. <laughs> oh, it's tough one. Is that a stock oh, standard yeah, fat yeah, joke yeah, yeah. or, or queer as shame? Oh, well, I like cappers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fact, I didn't know what to do about observational. Fat joke's good. The fat joke's very good. Yeah, fat jokes are always good. I think I'm going to. I think I love Will so much, I couldn't possibly give it to the fat joke. So I'm going to have to give it to Queer Ashima. I always put that in I think the fat joke's done it for me. Yeah. Oh, the bear comeback. Yeah, yeah. I've enjoyed the bear previously. Yeah. But it would have been good if you're like, not. I'm no expert or anything, but like. It would have been good if you like, hey, started going on self dates. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. True, true. Solo dates. He started doing home dates where he gets Uber Eats. Man, I also love Yochi and Balaclava. I was, uh, I house sat there for a while. I love it. But there's one on Bridge Road now as well. Really? There's, but it's not a Yochi. It's some other thing. I was there the other day. That's good, yes, huh? It's fantastic. Well, it's yeah, good. You're right. Yeah, it's unreal. Is it like an independent? Yo cheese nah, sort of thing, like, oh, or is it a chain? It's not as good as Yochi, I gotta say. No, it's yeah, not. Okay. But it's, it was not. In this, it was near the sushi place I was eating at. So the mango convenient. pearls. Why is everyone on this podcast going on dates with girls? I thought this was a Rezzy's podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I go on dates, but I never capitalise. I'm, I'm yet to lock one down. <laughs> but no, yeah, that one's good, but not as good as Yochi and yeah. Hawthorne. That's the best uh, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> always right. a huge line there though at the one. Uh, one. <laughs> the, um, How do you know so much about Yochi? No oh, man, I, so I, I, knows Yochi. It's yeah. crazy. It's I was like uh, when my wife first moved over here from Brisbane. There's some stuff that you just flex. Yeah, yeah. you know, you're like hey babe. Have you heard of Yochi? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got like, Cold Rock. Yeah. <laughs> Cold Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cold Rock. The OG Yochi. Cold Rock is like the Dunlop Valley oh, versus yeah, Jordan. Yeah. I, thought yeah. that, I thought that went out with Blockbuster. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Cold Rock was still Cold going Rock around. is still strong in Queensland. Is it? <laughs> strong. But I tell you what, you guys are from Adelaide. So I'm, I'm going there this week. Tell you what, I can't, sink, I can't wait to sink my teeth into. Giant Twin. Yeah, no, oh, it's so true. It's gotten oh. rare. I don't know if you know this, but Giant Twin now have a range of flavors. Yep. Okay? Yeah. Okay. So there's like 15 flavors of Giant Twins. I don't know if you know What's Giant, Giant Twins. So it's this massive ice cream. It's like a ice cream sandwich almost, but it's a chocolate coated ice, ice cream with no stick. Right. Okay. Go. Yeah. And you get two in the packet. Yeah. But they've gotten rare in their flavor. There's like mango, strawberry, honeycomb is the best. Honeycomb is the best. Mm. Oh, licorice. Wow, no, not licorice. for me. Not for me. It's licorice flavored ice cream. Mm. And one time, myself and Shrey bought six boxes of it because it was on special. Yeah. <laughs> and we ate it, and our poo was disgusting. It was bad. It was actual <laughs> crooked. Oh, oh, like I'm it stained su- our toilet bowl. I'm not surprised. Like I'm I was almost surprised. ashamed of myself. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm yeah. so safe. If, you're, if you've got six boxes of ice cream oh, and you're not going to a party, yeah. <laughs> like, is there a moment of self-reflection? But it's not even that. Like, it's the licorice factor of it. It yeah. just made us so oh, sick on the inside yeah, that we yeah. were just like, yeah. we burnt through like a family pack of toilet paper in, a, in one night. Oh, so <laughs> Man, there, there, there was one point during COVID where uh, my old man living with Scotty Rogers, he bought a four pack of Maxibons. And I was sitting in the freezer, but I didn't want one. So I went to bed. I woke up the next day, I thought, oh, I really want a Maxi Bond. I opened up the freezer and there weren't any there. And I said to Dad, 
Dad, have you eaten all the Maxi Bonds? Yeah, he said, yeah, I ate all of them. I said, I can't believe you didn't leave me one. He goes, no, I did. I bought another four-pack. He drove down to the servo, <laughs> bought another four-pack. I opened it. They weren't there. I look across the counter. There were two empty boxes. He ate all eight Maxi Bonds. <laughs> but like was two bottles of Red Deep. He didn't remember that. He I had like all this man. Yeah, I like yeah. this man. Our, like record, our record in the house. I don't know if you were around for it, Roger, because you're on a different sleeping pattern. Yeah. But one night we did have a celebratory... Um, all of us met in the lounge room at three in the morning because I just finished my 13th for the day. Yeah, you can't yeah, yeah. say That's Buddy Franklin Maxi numbers. Bonds. Yeah, it was 13 ice creams. Oh, there's a variety. There's what a, were they? There's a stra- strange variety. Yeah. In there, oh, yeah. 13 has to be close to Any the record. Any standouts there? Uh, we were doing the drumsticks a lot that day. Oh, yeah, Whatever's yeah. on Classic. special. Classic. A drumstick used to be a favourite, but they're a bit tight on the ice cream now. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's all yeah. They've definitely... I like the bougie. I'm into my connoisseur sort of ones and all that. With the deal or deal? With the deal or deal? Deal or no deal money, yeah, yeah, yeah probably yeah, afford yeah. a few. But but it's it. funny, everyone talks about the deal or no deal money and treats me as if I'm rich now and people want me to shout them things and if I go to a coffee with someone, they sort of wait for me to tap. But the money hasn't actually come through yet and oh, I, no. I, expecting the money to come, I've paid for a whole trip to Mexico. So I've sort of spent $15,000 that I didn't really have <laughs> and the money hasn't come in. So as of right now, I am the poorest I've ever been in my life. So if yeah, we want to slag the shit out of deal or no deal right now and get that money cancelled out of his account... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would be in serious trust. Also, man, like you work a job in a factory where I met you. Yeah. And it is, yeah, there's not not much of an hourly rate. No. So forty thousand dollars or whatever you made, yeah. like joined on to the current wage that you have is a normal wage. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just the average man now. Which is good. I'm no longer poverty stricken, which is good. Oh he just passed the tax-free threshold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, you get all your tax money back now. Yeah. Yeah. You said you're going to Adelaide, which is where myself and Shreya are from, and you're going for the fringe. You want to tell us what's yeah. coming up, and we can give you some advice. I don't know if you've been there a couple of times, but it sounds like you have. Oh man, I love Adelaide. You love my Adelaide? Favorite. Yeah, my wife and I always stay there for a week. Love it. There is no better market in Australia than the Adelaide markets in the centre. The, yeah, the yeah, central markets. Yeah, I don't know if these boys are heading to the markets. No, we I are, think they're yeah. the, oh, yeah. the freezer I section that, at IGA. I that there's yeah. fruit and uh, yeah. 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 today we went to Coles and Trey actually thought it was hilarious. He was taking video of me looking at fruit. He did. <laughs> <laughs> I get a message in our group inbox. Checkers was there just looking through the fruit section. I'm straight to the picture. Oh my god, Checkers is in the fruit aisle. <laughs> <laughs> ever bought something in that aisle before I, I didn't get anything from that I just wanted to yeah, see if they'd updated anything yeah. there if it changed in the last few years just want to make sure fruits oh, were man, still a no. thing yeah. <laughs> there's a legendary story in the comedy community of uh, you know Chris Franklin sung the bloke song yeah right and uh, yeah he drinks VB and eats pies but basically doesn't eat and uh, he one time he went off at this booker like not in a, in a kind of a nice way but he said mate I got your carton of VB out the back and the booker goes, like, and Chris Franklin goes, oh, man, yeah, great. And he looks out and he goes, what the fuck are you doing? And the booker goes, I got the carton of VB. He goes, no, I requested bottles because that's where I know I'm up to in my set. <laughs> oh, so, right. so if there's like one and a half bottles gone, I know I'm at that joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. Gotcha. Yeah, right? that's unreal. Also, he had to go to the doctors because his skin went yellow yeah. and they were like, I think you're going to die or something. <laughs> First detected case of scurvy in 200 years. No! Scurvy! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? The doctor's like, 
man, to keep scurvy away, you got to eat like one grape every three months. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you eating? Check his car. You guys, you guys, six pack of uh, licorice ice cream. That yeah, rules. that'll do. Uh, um, yeah, I, I love Adelaide. It's the best. We are friends who live in Adelaide Hills and stuff. But yeah, we go there for the fringe. And uh, uh, Brett Blake and I, he's another comedian. We do a show called Brew Dudes where you come along and uh, you with, it's three beers included in your ticket price. And uh, we just get absolutely hammered. Yeah. And, um, there yeah, is yeah. no show. Yeah, it's yeah, just drinking. Put the bear costume on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Last year, uh, what, what <laughs> costume did I have? Um, yeah, I had a Top Gun costume, and then we play volleyball with the audience. Yeah. Uh, this year's Fast and the Furious theme. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to have Hot Wheels cars uh, going through the audience. Yeah, We're going to race each other. Then we, we bought some children's scooters. So, yeah. Uh, elite. Elite. yeah. And then I got, my, I got my solo show, Meet Oblong. Which I'm doing at the Rhino Room. Have you guys been there? Never been there. I've heard lots about yeah, it. Yeah, oh. I've never been there before. Though. Best, best venue. It's it's wild. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have Gluttony, which I was in last year. Awesome venue. Yeah, but it's like before. outdoor in like a tent. It's yeah. Wild. Adelaide Fringe is wild. Last year we saw a show. We um, I didn't know this, but I didn't know Adelaide weed is like so strong. Is it? Yeah, Isn't yeah. it notoriously? I'm not even a weed guy. I wouldn't have a clue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm never indulged, unfortunately. Yeah, they they gave me this. Uh, my mate said, I'll. Give me 50 bucks and I'll give you this pen. Yeah. And he gives me this pen and I'm like, it's just a, like electric pen. And I'm like, so what? Do I buy the weed now to put in the pen? And he goes, nah, man, this is Adelaide. <laughs> the weed's in the pen. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like smoking in the future. this weird pen yeah. and like just having the best time ever. We watch this show called The Stripsons. Where it's a Simpsons themed strip show. <laughs> and, uh, oh, that was a, it wasn't a TV yeah, show. No, 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 it was the Adelaide a fringe show. I'm in a tent smoking this weird electric pen and I'm like welcome to Adelaide yeah it's awesome man. watching this dude like in a Homer Simpson costume and a g-string dance around there's it never awesome they should get you for the tourism ads next yeah for yeah. Adelaide yeah. Yeah. That sounds no right. one would yeah. go that, we, <laughs> we pens and naked Homer Simpson yeah, yeah, with yeah. the erectile dysfunction guy yeah. come to Adelaide <laughs> what's this guy spewing to a bin or a winery yeah, yeah. yeah. so good the best wineries ever yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah and I'm doing my solo show Meet Oblong at the uh, at the rhino room it should be fun I bought a uh, motocross armor vest and I'm gonna glue spikes to it nice and I don't know if it'll be funny but it'll be yeah just it'll look on. epic yeah 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 can yeah. you fill us in a bit on meet oblong what we can expect um yeah it's about when I went to Japan last year and uh, that's about it and uh, also about igloos and stuff like that <laughs> I'm in <laughs> I like it a we're lot we're booking the yeah, trip yeah. This is, I'm liking this like do igloos freak anybody else out yeah, yeah. Have, they're like they're built out seen, of cold, and then they're like hot on TikTok on the lately and stuff. I've seen that all these parents in America are building these igloos what? where they like they dye the ice. No, so like they oh. they put like food coloring or maybe like coloring in the ice, and then make these cool like colored igloos for their kids. Wow. But then I've seen these other dark side of like Twitter, yeah. where these colored igloos are melting and crashing. And I'm I'm thinking I'm looking at how they're built, and they're built in a spherical shape. Yeah. And you look at the pyramids and you know triangles are quite a strong object, yeah, but yeah. spheres yeah. that are hollow in the middle, mm. what happens to that middle block? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. yeah, yeah. 
That's, kids, that, kids are playing that, in these spheres that are out in the sun, melting, and the yeah. and the. But joints I think it's just, so cold there that it, I think the point is it doesn't melt. I think yeah. that's how they. I think they how they get you with the. Yeah, maybe I'd love to stay maybe in the Maybe you should igloo. try and build an igloo had a licorice giant twin. Yeah, yeah. 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 six boxes already. Yeah. Well, you yeah, see, yeah, man, yeah. ice baths are all the rage. Everyone has an ice bath yeah, at home. Yeah. You know, everyone's doing their DIY at home ice baths. Maybe it's time we do the DIY Melbourne igloos. Could be mm, the next. Yeah, yeah, I was just saying it's a dark side of Twitter where it says. Do you want to see the photo or not? And you click see, and it's just this igloo just crushing kids. Oh, so oh God. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah, there's a real dark side of Twitter. You should have saved that for your joke off with Kappa. That would have been good. The dark side of igloos. Yeah. 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 So good. yeah, the new Vice yeah. documentary. Yeah. Everyone thinks igloos are happy. Yeah. 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 It sounds like yeah. a current affairs story. Yeah. People building igloos yeah. in Adelaide. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I don't know if you know this, but we had a comedian on the podcast recently called Aaron Gox oh, um, and he when he goes to Adelaide he said his favourite thing is the fact we have four 24 hour bakeries yeah Billy's yes. amazing the oh, it from, from what yeah. I've heard comedians hang out there they just they just love it during really? French time oh man yeah I've been to a Billy's so many times uh, absolutely what's your go to bakery item do you reckon Oh, the pie floater, of course. Oh, what's the pie floater? This is where you're going to get you. This is where you get Roger. You're missing out, Roger. What is it? So in Adelaide, 24-hour bakery, Mm. usually go there about 3 a.m. Every time. No half cut. during the day. Yeah. After the cap has been spoken, his special pen. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) stroll in, full menu, steaks, hot dogs, What sort of bakery is this? It's seven steaks. Custard tarts, banoffee, banana caramel tarts, everything you can get. Chocolate cake. I've never heard anything like it. Pie floater is pea and ham soup. Oh my god! Meat pie oh my upside, god. Down, upside down, nice. tomato sauce, and then vinegar. That is heavenly. Only an isolated city would come up. With <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 That's like, where do you draw the line? Like, is that just let's get two main dishes and put them t- together, and we'll just pass it off as a new dish? It's Pretty inspir- much inspir- yeah. inspiration. So, there's so much inspirational stuff in Adelaide. Yeah, there I is. was very sad they closed down this bar called the Enigma Bar. It was my yes, favourite yep, bar. Yep. It was a heavy metal bar. Oh. But you'd walk in and there'd be an Asian guy uh, like dressed in a visor that would only accept cash. I thought I recognised you from somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was a Tudor Carmen made out of motorcycle. <laughs> yes, yes. And yeah, I was like, this is the best thing That's seen. incredible. One time I saw this rock band and there were like these just bunch of fat 50-year-old guys. The bass player was so fat that they had to get help him get off his chair. No! <laughs> and he would sleep in between the sets. <laughs> sleep. Oh. And then uh, there was a guy who came in with no shoes on and just started playing the flute for him. And I'm like, this it, and the crazy pen have made my night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> next, like, next door to the Enigma that's shut now, they actually have a Vietnamese uh, joint that sells... It's, it's pho, is it? Is it pho. pho. And it's sometimes Vietnamese rolls during the day. Oh, yeah. But at night, it turns into a hard-style venue. Yeah. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, that's right. So you walk, you walk past the kitchen yeah. out the back and there's a dance floor with a hardstyle DJ. And then you so, go and get your meat pie and pea and ham soup and much, go and watch yeah. Naked Homer Simpson. So you go yeah. out for that 8 o'clock dinner with the friends having some Vietnamese food and yeah. then you just troll out the back, bit of hardstyle. I then, can't believe the bad rap Adelaide has. Yeah. Like after chatting to you guys, it seems like oh, yeah, they, man, they, they no. call Brisbane Bris Vegas. So it seems like Adelaide is really... Adelaide's way better. There's yeah, way more of that than Vegas. It yeah. is so good. You yeah. got to go, man. It's, it's, I've well, been, you I've went, been. You went, but yeah. you but know. I didn't. I, did, I went, but I didn't see Adelaide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you saw were the probably with these guys. You probably saw yeah. the Woolworths and the yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We did three yeah. times. We went and got a barn made from the same bakery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's oh, the best. Good. It's the best good. place on earth. Yeah, yeah. What what barn me? I want to go to this. Fulham Gardens Bakery. Fulham Gardens Bakery. One time, this maybe very briefly 
after the licorice ice cream incident we went to Fulham Gardens Bakery <laughs> four times in one day yeah. and all of our meals that day were consumed from there so we got there real early had, yeah. had a bar me then we went for lunch had dim sims and cold rolls and then we came in the Arvo had a cussed tart and then we came back and got banana bread and another bar me for dinner yeah yep. no worries also guys while we're talking about food sorry you probably want to wrap this up there is something else special in Adelaide that I've got to talk about you guys have you guys been to Pasadena Foodland yeah this is rare yes, yes, this is the food rarest food land of all time so out of all the shit we have in Adelaide all yeah. this terrible backwards stuff that's so not developed and like just you'd be, be in Melbourne and Bruce Vegas and then you look at Adelaide like this is a country town there's a food land that is probably like multi-million dollar literally market everything you could imagine what it's like there's a, a piano a, inside of it and oh, someone comes down and plays Fine. piano at 3pm every day and the oldies get um, clam chowder and lo- obst- uh, really? lobster served to them and you can buy beers in there and you can get it's donuts Disney made in front of you it's yeah. yeah. makes no sense like IGA times a thousand yeah. and then you go up the back of the IGA and you can have a seafood dinner with a glass of wine holy shit yeah yeah and then you can just try out every different delicatessen so you can have mm. a curry and yeah. then you can go and have a hamburger. You can have like a pizza. Is this it's like incredible. a incredible? Is this? I, am, I can't wait to go there. I'm going there next weekend. Right. So this is like the shining light of Adelaide. Is this the greatest pride and joy? Is this? It's on the opposite side of town to where I lived. But then when I clued into it, I worked out that they have like 65 different flavors of donuts, and you can yeah, go in wow. there and get a few rogue ones. Mm. So oh whenever we were going on road trips, we'd always go there. But this has been is... the greatest endorsement of a state or a city. I was gonna say the oh, rarest thing that I know yeah. about passing through land is there. If you've been to like Woolies and Coles and they've got the pick and mix area, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so like we, me and Trey went there today, and mm-hmm, we did. Not gonna dox myself too much, but I got busted at the checkout, ringing up honey cashews as prunes. Really? <laughs> you got done? Yeah. Yes. How'd you get? Is it because they had the like they had a camera that no, figured out so that's not prunes? I've, I've totally fucked up here. This is on fault. I've gone for the honey cashews, rang them up as prunes at half price. Yeah. And then I've seen nougat on the way out and yeah. gone, oh, I've never had it. haven't had nougat for a few years. <laughs> Maybe I'll just put like four pieces of nougat in a bag and just get like a real cheap bag of me and Trey can have a piece each in the car on the way home yeah. and just see what it tastes like. I haven't had it for ages. Yeah. What I ring them up as? Prunes. So I've double rung. Oh, you've double prunes. Prunes. Oh, scanned them yeah. and it's gone prunes into prunes. And then they said, you've double scanned prunes. And then the lady came over, she's like, where's your prunes? Oh. And I was like, oh. I was like, oh. Dude, and then did you just yeah. say, hey, you got me? Like, she dialed in the full price and I had to pay $16.50 for my honey cashews. So, yeah. Oh, that but, sucks. But the man. pick and mix at, at Pasadena Foodland is like the roguest of foods. That like, sucks. so much stuff. Yeah, it's, it's like an entire aisle. Yeah. It's an entire aisle of pick and mix. And I'm talking like... Oh, well, let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Gather around, maybe we can go there and, and see, see what we can ring up as prunes. What's the most expensive item? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would love to go. Yeah, you got like a bag of oysters. Yeah. And prunes. I'm the wiser. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, Goxie's, uh, as you said about Goxie, he's the best. I've, I've known him ever before he blew up. Uh, I did open mics with him, and uh, it was weird. Of all our friends to get famous, we thought Goxie was the last. Yeah, bike. was the last one to get famous. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I've got to, oh, there's too many Goxie stories. Way too many. You can ask any comedian on here. You could get a Goxie story per week. Yeah. <laughs> Probably one of my favourites is we both had to. We found out we both had to get a plane together. We did a gig in Bendigo, and I said, oh, "I've got a man. Can we get back? I get a, got to get a plane." And he goes, "Yeah, no problem." He goes, "Man, why don't you just pick up your stuff at your place, and then we'll go to my place pick up my stuff." And he goes, "I know a secret cheat code, so you don't have to pay for the Sky Bus." And you don't have to pay for an Uber to the airport. Yeah. And I'm like, 
okay, man. <laughs> like, against my better judgment. <laughs> <laughs> I, go, I go to his house, and then I'm like, come on, Goxie, we got to go. He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm sitting on his couch. I'm like, hurry up, mate. I walk in, and he's just shaving nude with the door open. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the first plane he's got uh, ever, because he just drives everywhere. Yeah. And he goes, um, shit, I better get my stuff. I forgot my stuff. Like, he locked the door. He had nothing in his hand. <laughs> Open the door, walks in, gets two plastic bags full of merch. And he goes, okay, got my stuff. <laughs> then we hop in his car. I'm like, where are we going, man? He goes, you'll see. Don't worry. I've, I've got a cupboard. Park in Essendon. Yeah. And then I'm like, what do we do now? Is someone picking you up? And he goes, nah. We just walk. <laughs> and, and this is huge. You know that big highway that goes near the airport? Yeah. Like not, the, not the big one, but there's an offshoot one. Yeah. We're just walking along there. <laughs> he's got two plastic bags. I've got all my gear. Yeah. And, he, and everyone's just yelling out, Goxie! <laughs> like, Goxie! Anyway, there's that, uh, there's that taxi rank where they all eat. Yeah. Right? And I, and I convinced one of the taxis, mate, can you drive us? We're going to miss our plane. Yeah. Get to the airport. I, I, I realise Goxie doesn't know what to do. He yeah. just stares and just stares at the computer. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, man. Type <laughs> it in for him. Give him his ticket. And he goes, so what do we do now? Do I just come back here to get the plane? <laughs> he didn't realize. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't yeah. know what yeah, was yeah, going yeah. on. And I'm like, no, nah, man. you got to go through like metal detector yeah, and yeah. everything. Got him on the plane. It was awesome. Unreal. Was Unreal. Awesome, I, just, um, I can't believe he's carrying all of his merch for his shows in two plastic two bags. Two plastic bags, man. Did I he even like, have his own luggage or was he just planning on wearing the same clothes nah, all weekend? thongs, yeah. shorts and shirts, plastic bags. Straight yeah. off the plane. So that time we drove, he drove us to the footy game and he parked four suburbs over from yeah. the Gabba. We went to the Gabba. It was good. It was, good. It was fantastic because we got <laughs> to listen to all these stories along the way yeah yeah but yeah we went to the gather and then he, he's like yeah i know i know this good parking spot it's pretty close and like you don't have to pay and the teeth inspectors don't come mm. and i can see the lights from the ground because like when you get anywhere near a yeah. footy ground you can see the lights yeah. and like we're currently in richmond and maybe on a, the odd night you might be able to see the mcg yeah. in the background yeah. like a kilometer and a half away yeah. No, I'm talking like this is like you're miles off. Yeah. I can see the light in the sky, but I can't see the towers. Can't, I can yeah. see yeah. it like, yeah. yeah. And then yeah, it was about six and a half kilometer walk to the Gabba. His car, his car would be in tidy nick, wouldn't it? Yeah, pristine. Man, there. try out to sleep. In I had a nap in the back of it, and I was not complaining. <laughs> no, it was a good. It was yeah. fantastic. I've seen though. your room, mate. He, his car would have seemed like the Hilton. Yeah, it was similar. Room. It was similar. Yeah, um, years ago, because uh, a lot of people think it's a character, you know. He is the, just the best bloke ever, but he moved to to Melbourne and he goes, hey, mate, can you help me with something? Uh, they were trying to bring Comedy Central to Australia and they got this huge budget. And they, and he goes, mate, they want me to um, commentate uh, a quarterfinal. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, yeah, you know, St Kilda were in it. Yeah. And I forget what other team it was about. Yeah, probably about eight years ago. Eight, yeah. And he goes, um, yeah, they want me to commentate it do you want to come and help me? And this other comedian, you guys can commentate it. We'll be on Comedy Central. I was like, hell yeah, man, that sounds great. Rock up. I knew the bloke running the thing. I used to do comedy with him. And then they spend all of this money on groceries, like fucking stacks of Kentucky Fried Chicken, drinks, whatever. <laughs> Goxie was like huge at the time. So they're like, spent like, must have been about five or 600 bucks on groceries and takeaway food, beers, whatever you wanted. 
rock up to his house. His whole camera crew rocks up to Goxie's house. And they all think it's a character. Yeah. But yeah. his house is like fucked. There's, like, <laughs> there's plastic bags everywhere. Yeah. There's CDs. He doesn't even have a CD player. <laughs> he, they're like, you know, it was so funny. Uh, People are just walking around stuff. Yeah. And uh, anyway, they spend all of this money. They just go, we'll start with Goxie first. Yeah. And then we'll bring you two guys in. Goxie's there. Takes one bite out of the chicken. Like 20 seconds into the game. Puts that chicken down. Gets another piece of chicken. Bites into that. Gets another piece of chicken. Like, like a minute's gone. He goes, good kick. <laughs> and I just, oh, <laughs> no, I just watched like, so all these executive guys just lose their mind. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Anyway, it turned out very funny. Yeah. yeah. Right. He's like, the, he's just a... Did they get aired? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, on, no, it was on Facebook and stuff, and Facebook was big. Yeah, they they put on Facebook Live. It was, but the, it was the awesome. Comedy Central thing never ended up getting up, did it? No, did no, it? no, oh. no, no. It was it was running. Man, I would love to poorly. see that footage. But yeah, then sometimes I've know like with him, and it can be some people as well. Is that we even get it sometimes? You get booked for stuff, and you've got that persona. And then they book you just for the wrong thing, and they yeah. expect something yeah. different. Yeah. yeah. So I remember him telling me once he got booked to do an F one thing, and he was like interviewing like Max Verstappen. Yeah. And he rocked up in his <laughs> in his board shorts and singlet and, and plastic bags. Yeah. And the F one people were like, "Where's your suit? Yeah. You're on the red carpet." And he's yeah. like, "You've booked Aaron Gox. Yeah. Yeah. What do you expect? <laughs> you haven't booked Connor Rogers. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. It's in the brown low. Like, yeah. Like you've booked a character. Like you, yeah. you've booked this because you you know what? It, like, if you book it a comedian or you yeah. book in a social media personality, like yeah. So the comedy people like probably would have been stoked in the end being like oh, oh if you rocked up and you lived in a mansion with like pristine floors you'd be like yeah, oh it's yeah. a bit off off brand so yeah. unreal <laughs> oh it was so funny he, he, he's got he's like he's just such an idiot savant yeah uh, it, whatever Facebook stuff he puts out or content I'm trying to push him to do more videos and yeah. stuff because I'm like, man, you're so funny. Yeah, like, he one is. Of the funniest, video stuff's great. Oh, I told Trey to watch it today, but he put a status up two days ago and it was comment below any person's name and I'll do an impression of them. Yeah. yeah. And he was just replying to comments with the most roguest of videos. <laughs> that is brilliant. And one was Dave Hughes and all he did was just said, I'm Dave Hughes. <laughs> 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 Some of them he just didn't know how to do. Just, oh, I was like, this is pure, pure gold. It's just stuff that, that the so everyday good. brain just can't think of. So, yeah, no, nah, good man. And, you're in comedy as well, so we have to keep an eye on your show. And I don't know if we'll be back in Adelaide for the Fringe, but we'll definitely try to catch a show now yeah, that sure. we're in Melbourne. Um, well, you'll be doing the yeah, yeah, Melbourne yeah. Comedy Festival. Melbourne Comedy Festival, oh. Sydney, Newcastle. But yeah, you guys will I rock up in a bear suit. And yeah, rock yeah, up in no, a bear suit. And yeah, yeah, the bear suit, man. Yeah. You can do a camp. You can open for me. Well, <laughs> there was one comedy show we did where Shreya had a lady friend come to the house before he got the girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this tune, is months tune, tune out, Kate. Yeah. Don't listen on. Yeah. Um, but he had a lady friend on the lounge who was watching a movie. and uh, I, I thought think this so- was a few weeks after Kate, wasn't it? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. He's in there. We've got two loungers at this house. We saw that. So it was like you could have like a party lounge room and like a nice lounge room where you could take. Oh, Company? What, they're like a non-far one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so one that smelled yeah, yeah, bad yeah. and one that was like carpeted. We yeah, couldn't yeah. like eat food on and stuff. Um, and he was in the carpeted lounge room. So I've gone to the non-carpeted lounge room, which is around the corner, and yeah. gone, perfect opportunity here. 
got the bear costume on and we had this Bluetooth speaker from Kmart that you could plug a microphone into. And I just pulled up shit dad jokes on Google and and then connected my phone to Spotify and played like an intro song on the Bluetooth speaker and come out into the lounge room in yeah. full bear costume. Lady's first time at her house, about 15 minutes into her date with Trey watching Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Yeah. <laughs> and I into the lounge room. Oh, wow. and really wanted to close that. Yeah. <laughs> and said, welcome to the bear comedy show. <laughs> and then just rolled off 10 dad jokes and disappeared. How'd it go with how'd she appreciate that? Yeah, we never well, saw her again. I reckon it was the Harry Potter, not the, not the oh, bear comedy. Yeah, it probably was. Oh, yeah. man, that is so, so after that, the bear costume got put in the bin because oh, um, what a shame. Yeah. What a shame. Yeah, I was in Adelaide once. I was doing a, um, a, a live show for the podcast, the, the Little Dum Dum Club. Mm. And uh, I was like, I've got to get something for the live show. And I've walked around all these costume shops in Adelaide and it's so expensive. It's really hot. Like, it was like 45 degrees. I don't know how hot it was. And I was on nursing the worst hangover. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not going to wear a costume. I go to walk out, and there's this blue gorilla suit <laughs> for 75 Why would there be a blue gorilla suit? It costs like 20 bucks yeah. for this blue gorilla suit. Oh, I put it on, and yeah, just sweated to death on stage. You're was, a sweaty man, naturally, at the best of times. Oh, man, well. exactly. And I bombed so bad. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, yeah, still got that suit to this day. Yeah, great. Yeah, Perfect. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, great reminder of Adelaide. Oh, yeah. Love that. Fantastic. Well, yeah. hopefully Adelaide this year round is just as good and hopefully we find another good costume the bear costume we got from an op shop so that was the find don't know how it came about but yeah there's some good costumes in Adelaide we should do a comedy show we, we should. should do a comedy show oh, the thing is I've been to a few of Goxies and his openers are terrible like no offence but some yeah. people are, I don't go to a lot of comedy shows because it's yeah. just I enjoy watching it online a lot and, yeah. and then Man. you don't go out but when you go out you really enjoy that it that was the hardest bit about doing the open mic is like I'm such a supportive person I want everyone to do well and I'm genuinely whipping home everyone and you go there and they'll bring 20 people up and 18 of them will legitimately like just yeah. bomb so hard there was the one we had that was a stinker and he's just telling jokes about like gays and, and yeah. racist jokes and everyone in the crowd yeah, just like, like this is just like too much man yeah, like, to the yeah. point yeah. people were like wanting to get up and leave but like wanted to see Gox even like yeah. I was like oh jeez oh, I was like if he can open I yeah. can open in the yeah, bear yeah, costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hiroshima. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Uh, there was a bit of class to that. You know? it, hurts, <laughs> it would hurt, legitimately hurt my soul to sit there whipping a moment to do well, bomb after bomb after bomb. It got to a point where I thought I can't can't do this anymore. Yeah. So I yeah. gave it up. Well, if you have an opener, we can I can probably find a bear costume at short notice. Oh, but mate, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I still got the gorilla suit. My wife <laughs> nearly made me chuck it out the other day. I said, no, the Gorilla suit stays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never know. Yeah, you yeah, never know. The gorilla yeah. suit stays and you can leave. For even asking me to do such a thing. I'll make my next husband wear that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we sign off, give, give you give your fringe show one more plug so we can, um, people that are in Adelaide listening know where to go and what to do. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, Meet Oblong at the Rhino Room. Uh, yeah, it's on um, from, I don't know, next week sometime yeah, the, yeah it'd be on your instagram yeah, or something yeah, it's yeah. On my instagram yeah nick kappa uh come and see that and then if you yeah if you want to have a ball on a on a saturday afternoon come and see uh brew dudes uh yeah it's going to be awesome so yeah sensational yeah, yeah, yeah it's on, it, that's on saturday afternoon so we won't make it for adelaide but we'll be there for the melbourne comedy festival when that rolls around i reckon we'll, we'll all be there yeah yeah let us know it's a, it's a fun show it's going to be loose as hell and uh yeah i've got to commit 100 percent to it so yep. it's going to rule my mind but yeah, yeah. i'm in <laughs> <laughs> all right guys it is time for checkers check out the internationally famous segment where i bring food in to the podcast studio and our guests have to taste them this week a little bit unusual. I don't know if you guys can smell it in the air yet, but I have 
Connor Rogers and Nick Capper blindfolded in front of me. Guys, you just speak so everyone knows that you've got blindfolds on. Yes, yes, we got blindfolds on. I'm, I'm in a world of mystery. I could get some Adelaide D in my mouth. <laughs> to be honest, I wouldn't be so sad about that. You know? I am blindfolded and I'm not being held hostage. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, well, there's a game we're going to play because Connor Rogers, mm. you used to be a vegetarian. I did. Mm. Oh, have you switched now? Yeah, I have oh switched. I've made it, he's made back it to the dark months. side. Oh wow! Connor and, I, Connor and I used to eat at this, uh, like one of those, you know, what was it? Residential area, yeah. Not residential area, no, factory area, area, factory area, roadhouses. And he used to go up for vegetarian and looked at him like he was an alien. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> everyone else was getting palmer rolls, yeah. and I was getting salad things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, today oh. I have Coles crumbed chicken nuggets, mm. some of the finest, oh, yum, and corn. Meat-free, crunchy nuggets. Oh, okay. okay. Easy. Easy, okay. dude. One tastes good, one tastes like shit. It's um, not hard. <laughs> I have some frozen ones in my hand. I won't feed you them. But Producer Shrey has just gone and cooked up a couple, okay? Yeah, so they're on the plate. This. Um, I don't want to get my fingers all over them because my I... fingers have been everywhere. But I'm going to start with Kappa. <laughs> okay. Hold your hand out a little bit. All right. How's your first nugget? Oh, God. Are they hot? That's it. Yeah, that's that's hot. Hold your hand out, Roggy. All right. So so should I taste this now? Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> Alright, let's kick it off. We've got your first nugget. You can take you can tuck in and taste it. Okay. This is nugget number one. That's not chicken. Mm. So you can describe you can discuss between you. It's a team game if well, you wish. Tell you what, if it's not chicken, it's still pretty good. I could eat this what, after like, eight beers on a Saturday night. <laughs> well yeah, I mean it's good. You know what I mean? I wouldn't complain. Mate, the veggie alternatives are good now, but that ju- if that's a chicken nugget, I'm where it sits is if that's chicken, I'm disappointed, and if it's not chicken, I'm impressed. Yeah, but dude, it's a chicken nugget. The meat's barely meat. Yeah. Like, even the meat ones are so synthetic, they might as well be tofu, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm telling you that if that's a chicken nugget, then they need to take a good eye look at themselves. But that's still really good. I, I'm giving that. I'm giving that a seven. You're giving that a seven? I'm giving that a seven, that, mate, seven and a half. What's a McNugget out of ten? If that's a seven and a half. Dude, McNuggets, they got no personality. You know what I mean? They're, they're sitting there dry, you know. It's a, it's yeah. It's Ronald McDonald. Can I have an? Is there any more? Yeah. yeah. No, I've got the next nugget oh, for you, right, nugget yeah, two. Yeah, I'm yeah. just the, the nugget debate and banter is fantastic <laughs> right now. I can't yeah. believe we've somehow gone to saying chicken McNuggets from McDonald's have no personality. Yeah, they don't. They don't. The Hungry Jackson Nuggets take a life, they got soul. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right, cover hand out. This is your next nugget. All okay. right. See if it's got any personality. All right. Let's see how Rocky. this goes. It's just in front of you, Ricky. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, all right. I, t- I can tell all you right. what I t- tell you what you fucked up, Sray. <laughs> it is that soggy beneath and that crunchy on top. If you could have turned it halfway through the cooking process. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rog. <laughs> Fucking oh. Oh my god. This Sray guy is co- cooks as good as he's sleeping. Well, that's plate, a veggie right? one. I fucked it up. That's a veggie one. Yeah, no, this is a veggie one. No, a veggie one for sure. But <laughs> I I think too. I must expect too much out of my nugget. I do love um, veggie uh, kind of rip-offs of meat because it's just like crunchy in the weirdest areas and soft in the other areas. Yeah. It's, it's like walking across a quicksand. You're like, you know, is, am I going to sink or am I going to swim? Yeah, I, thought, I had the same thought. Mm. Right. That's still pretty good. It's as dry as my asshole, let's be honest. <laughs> that is about as moist as the fucking Sahara. <laughs> I'm gonna, have you got a glass of water? Holy shit. I'll actually hold out of water. i tell you what, it's got a little bit of personality, though. You know? Yeah, personality, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a prick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
personality is the last person you'd ever want to be friends with. <laughs> That's rock and roll. I don't mind it. The first one, though, really, that really tapped it off for me. I don't know why Connor was so angry on that one. I, I think I just had too many McNuggets in my time, and I, I set too high of a standard. Dude, you can't be fussy about nuggets. That's like being fussy about thongs. Yeah, yeah, you know? true. Yeah. You can't <laughs> like complain. These aren't the right for me. They're all the same. Yeah, yeah. They're all the same. Yeah. Once you played one course, you've played them all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, you can take the blindfolds off. All right. You were correct. Yes. Nugget one was a personality not very strong, but it was <laughs> it was the Coles chicken nugget. Number two was the vegetarian nugget. Mm. Almost had it. We almost had it. I'm just glad they oh, weren't yeah. frozen in the middle still because I just microwaved them. So <laughs> you <laughs> just microwaved. Yeah, like, there's, no, there's no oven in the in the yeah. studio. <laughs> I was gonna eat the last one, but I don't know if they're safe to eat now. No, yeah, <laughs> I checked that they're cooked all the way through. Yeah, I'll have. Yeah, I'll, well, you, you, you want no, the, no, you, you, you need you, to wash your mouth. I'll have the the oh, shitty oh, asshole. Do you want a half this, Kevin? No, no, I'm oh. I'm I'm fine. What made you go back to meat? You've been hanging out with these guys for too long. Oh, also, I gotta say, you guys look. I I I just met you guys. You're really funny. Um, and it's funny, but I went to your house briefly before this, and I walked in, and Connor let me through the door, and I'm like, oh, the prick, he has let one rip. <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> My eyes were watering, and I sat on the couch, and I'm like, man, you've just been in this guy's for... You're not going to ask if he's let one rip or not. <laughs> then I realized it's the general smell of the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, there is an aroma feeling there. Yeah. I've tried lighting candles. I've yeah. tried incense. It does nothing. No, That's just the stench. <laughs> Who would have thought the three guys that make AFL slash cricket content would be able to come up with uh, basic hygiene? You know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, no, like comedians live in a house. It would smell even worse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, maybe we should live together yeah. and just yeah. create the single biggest abomination in the housing <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Oh, yeah, no, that, he's not wrong. There is a stench in the house, so yeah. we've been trying to get rid of it for a while. Yeah. I have suspicions it's Trey's bedroom. Nah, it can't be. He won't. He'll, he'll deny it. But I thought it was Trey's corpse because I hadn't seen him for three months. <laughs> I thought it was just rotting in his room. <laughs> no, it can't be my room. <laughs>